number six of the fit for life radio and when i say back i mean we are back from austin texas as well we survived um our podcasts were pre-concerts so this week before we get into our guest we are going to let's recap our concerts see which ones were the favorite here with with coach will and ben do you guys just real quick want to just i know it's hard to pick but what was your one favorite act from, from the weekend. Dude, that's the hardest part, man. Can you give us like a, a one to three? Give me two. I just need two. Mm. Only okay, one. Go, go ahead only with one. Ooh, the Damn, one. Only one. One habit, one one act. What, really? Damn. Mm. All right. All right. I see what you're doing here. I'm going to go with Andrew McManus. Um, that was amazing. He played a little Jack's Mannequin as well. So kind of kind of a little bit of everything. And he, I, I mean, it was the lowest expectation and it was first show we saw but it was it was the best one yeah damn mm. since he picked my answer like <laughs> i'll give you a second one so we can kind of maybe share this round me out round me out um i'll round it out with like maybe the opposite end of the spectrum jay-z was like the best ever and it's like jay-z you're like oh he's gonna be good but you know it's probably a regular performance but like there's a reason why he's like the best he was just better than everybody else period yeah. I have to go with that as well. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. But Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness was, like, just fun. Like, I wanted to go hang out with the guy. Like, maybe go to Applebee's or something afterwards. Yeah. You know? So, just, yeah, maybe get some half-price appetizers. I don't know. Yeah. But, and, and when he played the throwbacks, it's just funny how music is, how songs from your past just are going to resonate more with you, you know, and, and kind of make for a better time. So, like, when he played that stuff, like, that was, you know, a fun, memorable moment. Same with Jay-Z. When Jay-Z played all his older stuff from mm-hmm. when I was in high school, it, it was, uh, that was really the the peak moments for me. So It was, it was yep. pretty lit. Lit. Mm-hmm. Look at Ben. Ben, you <laughs> pick up. The, the kids yeah. are saying it. Look it up on Ur- it. Yeah, Urban Dictionary. Mm-hmm. Lit. I gotta say, I don't know if it's because we were in Austin or if it's maybe the generation of these kids are like more less likely to litter. But that was the cleanest, bro, festival cleanest of concert all time. ever. I one hundred percent agree. Best laid out too. Yeah, anywhere with the signs, you looked, oh, everywhere. So yep, easy. you knew where you were. You knew what you needed to get. It was awesome. Yeah, but then like, I found out afterwards that they had urinals instead of waiting in line for a mm. porta potty. Oh, ben true. slipped that's to the true. urinals and they walked and past now. me as I'm waiting in line at the. The um, porta potty, and didn't say anything. Yeah. Mm. Every time you went, I just. I was like, maybe maybe Will's a sitter, you know? Because I'm not a sitter. That's the problem. (laughs) Like I want to. Like I'm a standard. I wasted a lot of time. Yeah. In that line. Wasting the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well. You know what? That's enough guy talk. That is enough guy talk. Let's get to the Mm. girl talk. Mm. Yeah. Let's get to the girl Mm. talk. So, speaking of of girl talk, with us today we have. (laughs) You you like that segue? Um, I mean, Girl Talk Flawless. is my favorite. I'm really good at it. <laughs> so there we have it. We have Kristen Harris, who is a trainer at Coastal Strength and Fitness, but she also was a client of mine way back in the day, about four years ago. So right. we'll get into all that. But Kristen, you want to say hi? Hey. hey. <laughs> hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. 
<laughs> there we go. So we told her she has to turn on the girliness to balance us out. So. Oh yeah. my gosh, this is oh, the no. best day ever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but really though th this will be this will be fun so Kristen she goes back to when she used to train with me like I said and Kristen so you want to talk about when you first started training you already you know you were a runner and you were into fitness like you kind of had that down you weren't necessarily like I need to do something so you want to kind of talk about for you ever since then like what it meant or what you were looking for when you went from training on your own to then you know basically reaching out and hiring a coach and and sticking with that uh yeah so i mean like you said i've always um been interested in fitness and always done weightlifting but i think i remember thinking like i would just love a personal trainer one day and um so I didn't save up the money. I just used credit cards. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if you're going to go in debt, over a gym and a good trainer. That's what I say. Um, so I just remember thinking, like, I would like to get, like, the technique down or maybe even, like, get stronger because I was doing the things, but I don't know if I was, like, looking for results except for thinking, like, oh, it'd be awesome to do, like, a figure competition one day and I would need a trainer. So um, that was, like, the train of thought uh, when I – um, decided to get one um, and then since then because um, I had a really awesome coach and he was so amazing <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> Gary Deagle <laughs> um, heard a lot yeah. about that guy <laughs> um, yeah so I um, you know I, I learned a lot and then um, following you from gym to gym you're like a good hairdresser, Gary. <laughs> once, yeah, so, you find, once you find one, you never He wouldn't know anything about that. He goes to like whatever <laughs> hair cuttery is closest like on any given day and, and get, then complains about the haircut. Some people fly to Austin to get their hair cut. <laughs> that's true. That's that's true. I mean, there's some good cuts out there. It was a good cut, though. It was. It was a good cut. It was a cool place. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, you know, um, I think when I became a member at Coastal, that's when I really, I think, I feel like I like, knew what I wanted then and like how to achieve it with just the basic knowledge that I learned over the years and from training with you. Um, yeah. And let's talk about that for a second because I think that's cool because you were a client of mine when, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, which is mm -hmm. how most trainers start. And then you eventually, when I opened Coastal, kind of moved into that program and trained with the group. And so it's funny you mentioned the, the credit card debt, you know, because obviously one-on-one -on -one training is a lot more expensive. Then you switch to the group, and I've always argued, and the reason I love and wanted to do a group-style business is ultimately most people have more fun and stick with it longer with the group. It makes the rate cheaper, and it's just a better experience, right? Mm -hmm. And then when we kind of did a little nutrition challenge, that was when you dialed things in and got you know really lean and ripped and in your best shape. And then you then you decide to have a baby. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Undo all that progress. And then and then you ruined your life and <laughs> ruined your body. But uh, but we'll get into that too because I know a lot of our listeners will be you know our moms and that'll be a, a good thing for them to to learn from you and your experience so far. But you want to talk okay. about kind of the change from one on one into group and you know the pros and cons and all that good stuff. Yeah. Well. Um, 
first because I'm so girly and I'm bringing the girl today. The one-on-one's better when if you like want to gossip. So. That's what I was gonna say. It's funny, right? <laughs> and you know what? It's hard to gossip <laughs> when there's like five other people don't around. Don't let Gary fool you. He's like the king of gossiping. Mm. I mean, like he's he's gonna find out whatever he needs to find out, and he just lives for that stuff. So Girl. don't let that rugged, like super ripped physique. So you I was know, totally steer you another way. <laughs> so then, okay, so um, for okay, so if you know trying to get my gossip in when I have like not one-on-one I just gotta get there really freaking early so that's why like I would show up at like three o'clock so I can like, gossip with Gary today <laughs> it's um, funny as a one-on-one trainer you almost become like too good of friends with your clients you know and it, get, it almost gets mm-hmm. in the way that's like the downfall of a one-on-one trainer yep. like it turns into hanging out with your friend rather than just training the person yep. so but yeah so then you got we, we got our gossip in pre-class, but then, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I, th- I really, you know, um, I wasn't sure if I would like the group training as much as one-on-one because it doesn't seem as, you know, personal. Um, maybe you wouldn't get the attention that you're getting. So I was, like, I was excited to, like, try something new, but then, like, also thinking, like, well, I'm going to get results. And um, definitely, like, a big pro is that, at least like one thing is I'm competitive. So of course I'm like sizing up my competition every class, especially on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so I think like being a little bit competitive and when you're lifting with other people, then you just want to lift, like lift more or, you know, lift more than the person next to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, that shouldn't be so, too hard for you since probably Ben's sitting next to you, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. He only curls 10. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Uh, we've, uh, we've already <laughs> discussed that. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> so I think, like, at least for me, the group training uh, was way more beneficial than um, one-on-one just to get, like, the results that I wanted and maybe to have that support of a community at a gym. Yeah, and that's kind of what we're finding. And, I mean, and now you work for us. Which, so you'll see, like, ultimately the most important thing for anyone is to do something that they'll show up to, you know. And then you have tons of options. You have the Planet Fitness route. You have personal trainer. You have group training. And what we've kind of found ultimately is, like, the group training is that perfect blend of everything, right? Like, you, you, right. You're, you're paying a little more, so you're more likely to come. But you also have the group atmosphere. It's more fun. You make friends. It's just a better experience. And then on top of it, you still get the benefit of having a coach to hold you accountable, coach you through the class, teach you exercises, make sure you're doing things right. So uh, it's just right, a, right. a great thing. So that's why most people experience what, what Kristen went through and her experience from going from one-on-one to group. So now, Kristen, what's – so even more fun, let's talk about your, your mom life. So the differences, because I know you went through a transition and a phase there. So you want to <laughs> talk about that and then sharing some strategies now that you're you're kind of uh, figuring it out. Yeah, yeah, definitely still figuring it out. I think. Um, <laughs> so it's. I mean, I remember it being really challenging in the beginning when I was a new mom, wanting because I had some personal goals I wanted to meet as a mother, um, and then but then I had like goals of just my own self that thinking I needed to like get back in shape right away and um so I try I remember coming back after having Eden and it being like a struggle just being torn between being somewhere else and not with her um then I decided to you know one of the goals was to nurse Eden until she was two 
now she's two in like a few months and we're still doing it. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know, maybe there's some other moms I can relate. <laughs> um, but so I thought like I, I have to just pick one and one was a priority that I wanted to do that for my child. So um, like being relaxed with like take, you know, not, not taking care of myself, but like being strict with nutrition and like getting back into the shape I was before I had Eden. Um, I think it helped me in the long run because I wasn't stressed out about it anymore. I like made a decision I was happy with it and then um, I stuck with it. And now, like I said, two years later in a few months, um, I'm back in like this like shape I was or maybe even better because I'm definitely stronger and um, yeah. That's awesome. And I, I noticed how you said two years and not 24 months. <laughs> uh, you so know what? This won't be that situation where like you're still you're still nursing and they're like 64 months old, but since it's months, yeah. it's okay. you know what? That might happen, but I won't. How many? How old is 64 months? That's five, that's five years old. Gosh, yo, yeah. I'll, I mean, after uh, 12, you had to count on your fingers. So I just like I can't do any more months. 13, 15. Um, yeah. Two minute, too much count. That's another thing that I said I wouldn't do. I mean, I did it probably for a while, but I'm not doing it anymore. She's two. <laughs> You're a freaking kid now. <laughs> have a real age. <laughs> you just send them off, send them off to work and school now. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go, kiddo. <laughs> All right. So, what would you say uh-huh. then? Because, so, the I think the mental part's the hardest thing, right? Because when you know when you I remember for you, it's like, oh, I was doing this before. And I wouldn't be doing it on my first day back, but just accepting that it takes a little bit more time. Was that a struggle for you or? Um, It was, yeah, in the beginning, I remember doing some exercises like, man, this feels so, like this is not how I remembered it. It feels awful. And then like thinking like, what am I doing here? Um, But I think, yeah, I think like what's hard for maybe a lot of people, which is hard for me, is like making a decision, being happy with it. And I think a lot of my years, you know, training and trying to figure out what works for me. It's helped me like listen to like what I really want and like ask my questions like to myself and be able to answer them truthfully. So yeah, I think um, maybe deciding like what I wanted to do and like the goal that I had set before, you know, while I was pregnant and then sticking to it and being okay with it really helped get my mindset and then slowly ease back into training hard and being more strict with diet. Yeah. So, and I think speaking of strict with diet, the way your lifestyle is very, like for most people, it's a great kind of goal and place to be in that you are able to maintain, you know, a lean body fat for for a lady and you push yourself (laughs) and work out hard. And I say for a lady because like 8% body fat for a girl is not the best idea. So, um, but you know, Kristen's lean, you see, (laughs) you see her muscles and, um, but at the same time, you also, you don't work out all the, you know, like seven days a week. And you also like one of your hobbies is beer drinking and stuff like that. So like you make room for those things. So you want to talk about some of the trade-offs since you know, like you enjoy, uh, going out and, and drinking some on the weekend. And then also at the same time, uh, you are like a competitive person who likes to put yourself in the gym. So what's your kind of balance? Like where, how often are you training? What's, what kind of have you found out for nutrition works, works good for you? Um, well, I'm training like five to six days, yeah. but there's a lot of easy days in between like three, like 
really hard days. Yeah. Which is what I do. Um, I train like six days, but three of them are easier, like walks or bike rides or stuff like that. So yeah. Um, so. Oh, sh I'm sorry. I forgot the question. <laughs> What's your so? Am I allowed to mess up? Yeah. So, so maybe let people know, like how many how many days are you strength training, and then like what you, yeah kind of nutrition, like what's your trade offs and balance, you know, oh, right, with right. healthy stuff, and then also you also like to you know, like enjoy different beers and all that. So, yeah, I mean, finding um, that balance is super important. It took me a long time to find it, but. Um, you know, if I know I'm going to have a few beers, I probably won't, you know, maybe have extra carbs in the day. I mean, that's how I like do it. I trade off my carbs, like starchy carbs and stuff. Yeah, um, for beer for, carbs. For, yeah, for beer. <laughs> and um, Powerhouse. <laughs> I have nine beers a day and no other carbs. <laughs> What's the problem? Um, yeah, and then maybe even like increasing like maybe eating more a little more protein so i'm like full so i'm not drunk off of just one beer which mm. usually happens <laughs> that's a good deal though I, a cheap date i mean something better than that yeah. um and yeah. but it took you like trial and error to kind of get to that point right to where you feel like yeah. you're in great shape you're stronger than before and you can enjoy those things right right yeah for sure yep. so and i think that's where most people uh that's the lesson that, that we would love for everyone to get across is that there is no exact right or wrong for anyone or is there like a specific answer right away. It's more, you know, here's a map, here's guidelines and then kind of trial or error and just like the process, going through that process and nailing it down. So. Um, Which always seems like awful. Like when you know that's what you have to do, trial and error, it's like it's going to take forever. And I can remember some moments when I was trying to figure it out thinking like this is awful this is going to take forever but now when i look back it's only been like eight months or like yeah. six weeks oh you know it's, it's mm -hmm. never so when i guess when i'm having to make like decisions again like that i think it's going to be really hard just like i hope i can hang on to that at least knowing that in the end it's not you know that big of a deal yeah like ultimately at the end of the day we have to do something every day it's just really a matter of what ends up making up those decisions you know so it's good to have a time frame and goal and, and an idea, but ultimately, like you said, it, it really just is something that's always evolving. So, Ben, you wanna, uh, so then what happened was, as I had some opportunities out here in California, I knew I needed another trainer, and Kristen popped in my head to be perfect because of her personality, and I knew she was aware of our training style. She had been training with me a while, so she just knew some of the stuff, and that she was smart enough to then learn what she needed to learn. So then we offered her a job and, and grew from there. So Ben, you want to maybe kind of ask Kristen some questions since you were you were there to help her uh, grow and blossom <laughs> into the the best trainer at Coastal. Mm -hmm. I, have, oh, okay. I have so many questions. Um, I'm just going to filter through which ones I would like to ask. Make sure I'm going to answer them. Like yeah, yeah. Just, just like or... we rehearsed. All right. So, um, <laughs> um, oh, let's see. Yeah. What's, uh, what's been your favorite part? Um, I guess your favorite part of like the education. So, so what, you've, what you know now that you didn't know before. What's, what was the best thing? Oh, or man. subject or subject yeah. um i don't know i mean it's 
it's all really good. <laughs> I just love all of it. No, I think um, like one thing that, and maybe it's obvious, like I really like that, I don't know, I can cue people better and like it makes sense and I feel like that would be hard to explain because you, I couldn't read that in any of like the training books or anything. Like no one taught you how to like be a coach. So I think the most exciting thing is like stepping out of my box, I didn't come from this type of background besides just working out by myself and then like having to like train and coach people that it was nerve wracking in the beginning. But now when I look back, well, it's fun to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely. That's one of the biggest areas that um, that uh, I've seen her improve. I, do you pull uh, from the experience you have with Gary too? Like maybe when he would tell you, hey, like your elbow's flaring, like bring it back in. <laughs> Any time that that ever comes up? Yeah, you know, whenever I'm like nervous about, like I feel like I have to like really go in and give someone a really good cue. I just remember when Gary would just give like one cue or like say two things. Mm-hmm. And like it was okay. So I keep thinking, well, I don't have to like go into this super long detail. I mean, no one at the gym does that, explains lots of things. No, really no. in depth. No, no, nobody. So no one does that. So it's. So I, you know, I feel like you know, well, Gary, you know, that's how I because we got from Gary, and they're really effective. So whenever I'm like nervous, I try and you know keep it simple, stupid. Wait, are you saying? Where's my feelings? No, but Ben, she just said my approach is simple, stupid. So you're you're the you're the genius. Uh-huh. Where, where's Will and all this? Now the cat's out of the bag. Oh, boy. And then Will's we just, he's just an innocent bystander. <laughs> I just, I just coached him. That's, That's it. Right. It's like middle of the road. I'm not going to write like a term paper on it and then like tell you, you know, but I might give you a little, you know, a little detail or two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, you know what though? Like that's the hard part of coaching is like, you can know all the information in the world and like I've met people who know like a ton of information but if you can't relay that to another human being in a way that they're going to actually like take it in and be able to take action then it means literally zero mm. so like, and that's been cool like seeing Kristen go from like being nervous about coaching people and, and cueing people to where she can you know say what Ben or Gary or I would say to somebody and like say it with complete confidence mm. you know like hey um, that tuck your elbows or whatever, whatever it may be, like pull your shoulder blades back and his having that be the one thing that the person does, you know? So it's cool to see. Yeah. Mm. Oh, thanks guys. Kristen, did you kind of notice a parallel of like the way we recommend clients maybe learn proper nutrition and the way you kind of learn to be a trainer as far as like getting little bites and, and slowly adding to it to where you were so nervous in the beginning to even go over an exercise instruction to where this past week we were out of town and you led all the morning classes. Heck yeah, I did. <laughs> Do you think that was, it was a benefit to, to take a little bit at a time? Like you, you yeah, want to talk about that? I, yeah. I mean, I remember, um, when like I first started and I was like, you know, I don't even remember if you were like, well, you don't have to demonstrate. Somehow we came to this agreement that I'll just hide behind the stopwatch. <laughs> And, um, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, just watch and like listen to ah. things that he would say. And then, um, you know, it, it was good because I feel like, and we talked like, maybe if we come in this way with it, like they'll like me because, and it, I don't remember the exact why, but they like me because yeah. I'm the only one that can do the stopwatch. So like I had that going for me. <laughs> I, <laughs> like I they was... always knew when they were going to stop. They always knew when there was like 
seven minutes left or whatever we're doing. <laughs> I was particularly bad at the stopwatch too. So they, I mean, <laughs> the minute that it was in someone's hands, you know that they were gonna love that person. No I remember us going through that actually, and just so Kristen, what do you think about doing this? Uh, deer in the headlights. Okay, so probably not demonstrating that. How about uh, any? Not really. How about how about some public speaking? Nah, not <laughs> not really. <laughs> and uh, and well, so what are you gonna do? <laughs> and so and so, but 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 hey, how about run this class? Oh, I could run this class. I'm organized. I'm you know I, I have that figured out. I know uh, how to, like environmental awareness of what a what a, a coaching environment should feel like. Um, yeah, I can absolutely do that. Not only you know was she at Coastal, but you know she picked it up and she figured out this is what it needs to, to feel like. And so immediately she started doing that and, and progressed in that way. And that success, that first success um, just snowballed. And I couldn't even tell you the steps after that of like you know when she figured out how to cue and when she figured out why we do what, what exercise with what. And uh, you know that coaching give and take that you need where like you'll demonstrate this and I'll demonstrate that. That like when you know it, Gary, Will, and I like we didn't have to try um, as like as I came in. It just um, you know we always seemed to flow there. Like this was something that just kind of came all of a sudden, but it was based on that first success of you know what I can do is I can run this I can run this thing and like just to parallel that with with like nutrition or or honestly our approach to change. Um, if I'd have just thrown her to the wolves and said, all right, you got to run the class. Uh, I'll see you. I'll be in the bathroom. Um, you know, Later. <laughs> uh, then, then I think, I think that's where, I mean, we, we, we'd be, maybe we wouldn't be sitting here with Chris on the podcast. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, because, because the success that we've had. So, um, th- there's the, there's a parallel though. Yeah. The one thing at a time, um, starting with that succeeding and then. I mean, really, you can still do one at a time, but really, stuff just seems to fall into place after that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you get confidence. You, you turn from success to... Yeah. Yes. Right. yes. It's yes. little yes. victories. You're, you're, you're piling on little victory after little victory, you know? Yeah. Instead of a huge failure at, at front. And just so people know, the training at Coastal is like a mixture of stand-up comedy, college professor, and Chippendale dancer. Which one am I? The, no, no, no. Like we, <laughs> oh. we have to do all three, right? Because the crowd, we were, the we crowd is rough. Like they want to, they want to be educated. <laughs> the crowd is rough. Man. They want to be educated, but it needs to be funny, right? And then, <laughs> right? They, like they really need to be entertained too. Like yep. that's, I think, what people pay us for is that entertainment value. And then so if you wear a tank top, you know, you're gonna get, you're gonna get a little cat call or two. <laughs> oh, tank top Friday. Take a step further, really. So, and that, I think, is. I think Kristen is surpassing Ben. In the um, everyone wants arms like Kristen. I mean, I did. Yeah, the glory is gone. I can yeah. feel it. <laughs> She's sucking the glory out. She now. is. Sucking them off for herself. They used to. They used to say, "Wow, Ben looks so strong during demonstrations," and I just don't get that anymore. But once a freaking class, she's got somebody looking at her back when we're doing pull-ups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm really glad though that she can't grow a beard because at least like I oh, still have that going for me. You know what I mean? Like I have one you got thing. My lock, bro. I got one thing that I can do really well that she just can't figure out. So hmm. you're um, right. I can't right now, at least, like maybe she will at some point. I don't know, you know, what her plans are for the future. But and if you doubt the power of the beard, just go to a music festival in Austin, yeah. and you'll see what happens. Well, that was at the barbecue get... joint too. That wasn't even at the festival. Oh, it, and I'm thinking anywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he had at the festival. Yeah. Mm. 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 Hmm. Yep. Yep. So. <laughs> I think, so Will, you, we were talking before we got on a perfect parallel to that 
power of change, the way Kristen became a great chainer from scratch. You remember how you mentioned a member who kind of came up to you and, and kind of laid out like this is all I wanted to focus on and now they've done that and now you're kind of they're going to another level. Um, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give them a shout out actually. Um, Brad, who's did the, uh, the six week challenge, his only goal for the whole six week challenge was I want to show up to the gym three days a week and do it consistently. And dude, he did that. He rocked out. And then, like, I don't think he missed one day. Maybe one. But anyways, yeah, he was, like, as consistent as possible. That was his goal. He succeeded. Then the next step was, like, all right, well, let's tackle nutrition a little bit. He didn't even worry about that in the beginning, which is actually ideal. Because now he has, like, that routine of being able to go to the gym. I got that down three days a week. And most people only need three days a week. Um, yeah, and then now he's, he's tackling nutrition. And because he took it that one step at a time, I guarantee you – he's gonna do really well because he took it in that uh, that fashion. Rather than trying to do everything at once, succeeding for two weeks and then you know crashing and burning into like a fireball at the bottom of the cliff. <laughs> um, so yeah, so, so taking that one step at a time approach to any type of change, it could be nutrition or exercise or relationships or whatever, like that is the best way to go, I think the best way to succeed. Um, and he's gonna kill it, man. I, I, I got a good feeling. Well. What about, so while we're on that, do you, uh, Kristen, like, do you have any clients that stand out to you and your, you know, since you've started coaching who, like, that's the great thing about the job, right? Like we, we joke and laugh about all, all this stuff and the, the knowledge and all that, but the best part is when a client, like you, you truly help them and you see that light come on for them and have you, are you enjoying that part of the job? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, just recently we've, we're, you know, we're wrapping up that six-week um, accountability group that we went um, with and I've been doing some measurements of some of the members and we have a lot of really like you know great results from you know they are meeting goals or like you know reaching far past them and uh, um, it is fun to see because you know I was there too before so it's mm -hmm. fun to help somebody else through it and um, and what's really awesome is you know back to keeping it simple um, Everybody made just small changes, like I just stopped drinking soda, and or I just cut out that like sugar, or like I was just more mm -hmm. like conscious about what I like how much I was eating, and like even one member was like, well, I used to think I had to get 20 grams, 20 grams, 20 grams of protein, and like would be stressed out, and she's like, I just started using like my palm, mm -hmm. you know, for portion, like you know, my hand for portion sizes, and it's really neat, like, and some of these members have been here for a while, and. Like it, maybe it took that long um, to get there, but I, I don't think that's like a bad thing. I mean, it's, it's a big deal to like make some big changes like that or like, you know, like habits that you had, mm -hmm. you know, so it's, it's fun that everything that everybody did was really simple and they got like really great results. Yeah. It has been fun and this has definitely been the best one we've done, you know, um, yep. it's, mm -hmm. so that's been good and it's, it's cool because it, so the main focus, like that first habit we had was the journaling, food, food journaling, which I think brought a lot of awareness to people right because everyone kind of knows what to do and we have great resources like this template do this do that but i think when we had everyone just bring awareness and not to numbers you know we kind of emphasize just do photo journaling then everything became real it wasn't yeah about like 
Like we've always said, eat a palm of protein. And then what's the first question we get from most people? Well, how much is that? What should that be? How many ounces is it? How many grams is it? And and I'm like, that's not that. <laughs> that is the point. Like we don't want you to worry about those things. Just like you you eat food. You don't eat a number. Like just start visualizing so that then it's going to be more sustainable. And um, and I think by doing the food journaling, like. It, it answers most people's questions, right? Like if someone sees everything they're eating, they'll ultimately know what to expect, you know? So it's just, I think that was a big key. And then like like you said, just for some people, it just takes time. Like, and I was talking with someone who, you know, who didn't get what they were expecting for this challenge, but that doesn't mean it was a failure. It was just a, it's just a lesson, right? So so right. maybe um, this is one step closer to it clicking for you or, or you know, for most people it's, avoiding what they know they need to do you know so it takes a couple right, times yeah. of i don't even want to say failure but basically not it takes a couple lessons to for the for it to finally click that you just then do what you know you need to do you know so and there's right, nothing wrong with yeah. that um as long as it's in the meantime yeah, if you're training and showing up to the gym like that's great you know a lot of people g- could be gaining weight for 20 years and then they come and start working out and don't gain weight for a year, but they're, they see that as a failure because they didn't lose any weight. But if you step back from it, it's like, hey, like you were gaining weight all your life up to this point. Like not gaining weight is a huge success, you know? So yeah, so that's the fun thing about these challenges is, is in, in working with clients is seeing all the, uh, the fun little appreciation that everyone gets and which I always found funny right when you, you then when clients appreciate you they'll like bring you cookies and stuff <laughs> Have, you haven't experienced that yet well you got uh what the holiday is coming up so you'll you'll see the mm. that so that's Ben's favorite part well we do I mean we do get Debutron that up until the wedding routinely brought us treats yep. mm. <laughs> that we actually didn't give Kristen for a long time, you never ate any. Yeah, and then one thing. day, I guess Ben started to feel guilty because I think, was, like, I think Ben just forgot to like we forgot to take them. <laughs> oh, home is that what it I got real full or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we forgot to move them, and she was like, "Oh, what are these cookies for?" And then we had to fess up for all and, of us. Yeah, now, so. now she knows. She, she did tell me one time. She's like, "You know, I bring stuff. And <laughs> oh yeah, you can have it too." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or she brought it in, was like, "This is for you too," you know. And I'm like, "I'll make sure they see." Yeah, once the holidays <laughs> kick in, they, it just people bring us everything. But it's good. Man, I'm glad we're not like other jobs. When people come in, they're like, oh, my God, I've had donuts at the office every day this week. That would be trouble. Because mm-hmm. if somebody brought me donuts every single day, like, I'm not, I can't refuse donuts every day. Like, I know myself. And that would be trouble. Yeah. So... Shout out to everyone at the gym for not bringing donuts in every day. And if you start, then we're going to have to have a long talk about it. Can you start tomorrow at 4.30, please? Thanks. And coffee. I'm going to adjust my macros. Coffee and donuts. Daily donut. Well, what do you guys think? I think think we covered a lot here. Yeah. I think it's time for the uh, song of the week. What do you got, Ben? Uh, what I have. What are you listening to? What man? I have. It, it's it's just this one. I mean, it's a it's a banger. You actually know this one pretty well. You actually the one that introduced me to it. Will um, the 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 beats per minute. The way that it's set up. Normally, it takes a quick beat per minute to kind of get you hyped up. This one slows it down, but the aggression is still there, and that's what makes it unique. That's what you need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Here we go. Ben's about little, to blow all your give, speakers. Give you a little taste. Careful. Give you a little taste. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit slower. 
You can feel it build. I know you can. You're oh, yeah. hearing it. Mm-hmm. Mm. You're not gonna leave us hanging, yeah. are you? Oh yeah. Well, no, I'm not gonna sing it. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna let it let it marinate a little bit. But uh, it 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 gets pretty it gets pretty live after that. So there's who was it? What was yeah, what's who was oh, it? Yeah. What's the song called? Oh so yeah, yeah, can yeah. Check it out. No, I just I just thought y'all read it with me. Um, <laughs> it's called Speaker Box uh, by uh, Bass Nectar. Yeah, it's a, it's a good track. We play it at the gym pretty mm-hmm. frequently, I think. Speaker Box. Yeah, actually, yeah. If you if you go to Costa, you've heard this one yeah. multiple times. But if you haven't, or if you never just yeah, just yeah, it's, it's a good hit. Make sure there's some heavy weight around you, otherwise you might throw something. Though mm-hmm. it, it gets you, it gets you going. <laughs> so what, what do you got, Kristen? You got anything you want to add? No song of the week. No song of the week. I didn't know I needed a song of the week. <laughs> you know what though? Let let me hit you with. There you go. Thing. There you go. Oh, I mean, no. We can't be we can't be so, without too wait, much music. I thought we were. Are, what, are you gonna do this? Yeah, yeah. Week? And the reason I'm doing this is because we saw them at Austin City Limits. Mm. So, um, this is a pretty hard-hitting song. It's Run the Jewels, Close Your Eyes. Um, yeah, I'll play like 10 seconds and then I'll let you guys go listen to it. Uh, this one's dope. Uh, don't listen to it around your kids. There we go, that's good enough. Mm. So, good training song. Um, or if you're like having an angry day, it's a good angry day song. <laughs> um, really, all their music's dope. So if you've never even heard of Run the Jewels, check them out. Um, yeah, they're a lot of fun. All right, mm-hmm. I I'm gonna hold back on the side. I think two is good. We don't want to overwhelm them. Two's good. Yeah, three would be mm-hmm. uh, a stretch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? Mm-hmm. I might throw a country song in next week. Oh, mm-hmm. I'll bring two just, just, just in case I, know I gotta balance never it out. Yeah. So Jesus. I don't want. I, I don't want, li- I don't want our listeners <laughs> starting to wear cowboy hats and boots uh, and stuff. Yeah, I can't work out the country. I, I hear enough of it at home. I can't work out the country, though. Never never been able to do I mean, that. Can anybody work out the I don't know how country? you can live the country. You know, it's a... It's just a lifestyle. It comes you on the, ra- no, comes on the radio. I just, I wanna, I just want to go the I other way. I was going to say it's a lifestyle, but I don't have a truck. <laughs> I don't have a hat. I have a dog. So, I don't know. We did one Friday... I can't remember who requested it. We did country music Friday in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Was it was it Taylor Swift specifically or just country music? No, like I think we started with some Taylor I'll Swift I'll and then we had a couple other songs. It, it pains me to say this, but it wasn't that bad. You know what? And you know well, and this you, is happening at your you gym. You know Gary. how I feel about country. <laughs> uh, ben, you know what's going on right now? He knows what? that Whitney is going to hear this. Mm. <laughs> he's just protect. He's protecting his own butt. Yeah, he's trying right to get now. those points. Like, no, like I, I'm being 100 percent serious and not even trying to like score brownie points with my girlfriend. <laughs> like, and I told her after we listened to, it, I was like, it, like I kind of, it wasn't that bad. Like, I would do it again if people wanted it. Like, I wouldn't train to it, but I had an okay time. Okay, but we won't no, see you at uh, Saddle Ridge anytime soon. <laughs> oh, just line dancing get my cowboy boots on you remember, nah, you remember man. I went to Eagle Nest once and I felt so lost because I dropped my drink on the dance floor during a line dance <laughs> and then like I was just that guy that didn't know the moves and spilled a drink oh, so oh god yeah. you remember go. Saddle Ridge Kristen I, Saddle Ridge? I used to go there a lot that was a spot did you know all the dances you know all the moves? I did know the dances alright you would but <laughs> good times alright well we'll we'll we don't want you to have too much fun, so we're gonna close out episode six here. Cut it Cut off. Cut it off. Ben, Ben's, Ben's giving me the, 
the signal, the hand signal. <laughs> Give me the signal. I can't see you, but I know you are. <laughs> yeah, but you... cut it, cut it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll be back with you next week. If you have any questions, remember just to drop them on our Instagrams. We'll have links to that in the show notes. You can also just email us too, which will be there. Or you can uh, send a pigeon to Ben's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Tell me what you think about the music. Yeah, let us know what you think about Ben's I want, I music taste. What you think. Yeah, tell us if you hate mm-hmm. the music or if you love it. Yeah. Do you want some more be, of it? Be raw. Be raw. Yeah, raw. Be raw and real. I think that we're going to get a lot more country <laughs> music recommendations then. Oh, please I've, no. We're gonna, yeah. Tim Presley, if you're listening, like, please don't make any recommendations. <laughs> I love you, but Ma- I know it's Lindsay's coming. probably gonna chime in with some some Bieber. That's fine. You know what though? We hit we hit a little Bieber at the gym every once in a while, and it's okay. That's right. yeah. it's fine. The Bieber's part of everyone's hearts, whether you want to hear it or not. All right. So that's where he was born. The Biebs, that we'll definitely close it on that note. We're getting getting in too deep with the Biebs. So all right, everybody, y'all have Night, an excellent week. Holla. Later. Bye.